0: Boom, 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 boom. This is the Radically Christian Crosstalk Podcast, Episode 22. I'm your host, Wes McAdams, and on today's show, Sam Dominguez, James Sumners, Cameron McEl and I discuss humor in the life of a Christian. Boom, <laughs> The sponsor of today's episode is Campaign Capitol Hill, which is a grassroots effort by Churches of Christ aimed at raising awareness in the brotherhood on the fine line between politics and religion, Preaching the Gospel to our nation's leaders, focusing on repentance and God's standard of morality, and reaching lost souls with the saving grace of Jesus Christ. You can find Campaign Capitol Hill on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Campaign Capitol Hill or on their website at CampaignCapitolHill.com. There you'll find more information on how to join the march for God's Word. And now let's jump right into our discussion. You know, obviously God has designed us with this sense of humor. Uh, you know, it's
1: it's a characteristic that he himself probably shares with us. You know, so so why is it that so many Christians struggle with finding the humor in situations, or or struggle with with only finding inappropriate things mm-hmm. funny? You know, because there's so much in life, there is so much humor and joy to be had in glorifying ways and ways that bring glory to God and that are not disparaging to other people, that aren't inappropriate, that aren't like, oh, well, I I, I would laugh at that normally, but because Wes is sitting here, I'm not going to laugh at it now. And you know, that kind of nonsense.
0: And I th- I think that what we find funny says a whole lot about us. It's, it's like anything else in our life, that it is, it is a fruit, you know, and it's something that can be inspected, that we ought to inspect, and we ought to say, um, what does the fact that I only laugh when other people get hurt, or I only laugh at things that are um, sexual, or I only laugh at whatever, um, why is it that... Um, why is it that I find those things funny? Why is it that I can't watch a a G-rated movie, a black and white an old movie and and find and find that hilarious? Why is it that that I have to find humor in these these other things? And I think that there are a lot of us it, and it reveals something negative about our character and the other side is true as well.
1: Well, I think it's it's like so many other aspects of our character that we have to train ourselves up and we, and we have to recognize that uh, you know and, and you know for the podcast talking about humor we're about to go into some uh, not very funny places but uh, you know it's it's just like with sexual immorality we discover that we can train ourselves to respond to anything and that's why you know so much depravity exists out in the world we can we can teach our body to react any way that we want it to and you know these aren't just natural reactions that they have but we have we are training ourselves into these things and with a good sense of humor, you can train yourself to find the humor in things that are inappropriate. You can train yourself to find humor only when it is at the expense of somebody else. You can build up your your response, your humorous response, to be only about those things. And then you feed into that by, you know, well, hey, look at this video that got posted. Or, hey, you know, let's pass this email around. And instead, we need to be training ourselves up to find the God-inspired humor, the joy that he can instill into us that doesn't come with any of those negative side effects.
2: You know, it's funny. I, I was just thinking about watching cartoons with my kids and how it never—just about every cartoon I've ever watched with my kids, at some point there is a cartoon where they have— uh, there's uh, kids who are—there's a, chi- a child or someone who is, um, who is funny— and finding uh, finding humor, and then starts you know using that humor against people, and uh, and then he gets them in trouble, and it causes problems. And uh, but it's it's interesting how if we don't train ourselves correctly, if we don't, it's like I think I've mentioned it before. So we have a, we should have a filter, both on our mind, on our mouth, on our eyes, on our ears, on everything, that trains us and teaches us. Okay, this is a direction that I need to go so that my humor can actually be useful and it can be joyful and it's not harmful because i want cuz you, know, you guys know me i love to laugh in fact i laugh probably well i laugh at pretty pretty much all the time <laughs> i mean i can't i can't help but laugh and uh most of the time and though i may sound serious right now uh but
1: no <laughs>
2: <laughs> but you know there if we don't train ourselves to to think about what what is humorous if we if we just react to everything without training ourselves to 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 look for good humor, then then the phrase that I've heard many times is like, "I don't care who you are." That's funny. It's like, well, you know, sometimes you may say that, but really, it's not. Or you know, but we need to train ourselves so that everything that we hear and say, we can examine, and sometimes if we're examining it, then we can actually determine, is that really funny? Yes, it is funny. It really is funny. When, you're, when your kid says something completely off the wall that, that uh, I mean, there are so many times uh, as parents of, of small children, I'm sure y'all experience the same thing, where you're, you're going along and you're just having a conversation, and then they say something so off the wall that you're on the floor for five minutes, and then they just keep going and you can't stop it. But... I mean, those are the those are the times where laughter is just so so overwhelming and so so enjoyable. Well, what do you guys think the purpose
1: of a sense of humor is for? You know, God designed this into it. He obviously gave us the ability to glorify Him with our sense of humor. Why do you think He put it there?
0: I think for one reason. I think it is so it. it I mean it's a cliche to say laughter is the best medicine but it really is. I mean laughter is medicine for the soul. I mean we've all been at a funeral or in a hospital or wherever and you know things are very serious and things are very um painful emotionally and somebody comes in that has that that gift of humor and they they offer some levity to the situation and there is nothing that is there are very few things that are as as wonderful and, or as well received as just the right timing with the right amount, you know, not over the top, but just the right amount of humor. And and you know, even at a funeral, it is so good to think back t- to those times where you know our loved ones uh, did or said something that was funny, and just to be able to laugh. It that laughter combined with with the pain and the sorrow, um, it it's a it's a it's a important experience. I think it it really. Um, it it helps us to get through those times of grieving
2: don't you think that humor can also be informative in a, in a sense like when when you look at something and you, and you see how i mean maybe the the word ridiculous comes to mind it, It's something that actually um, that when you when you see something happen that you might not otherwise concern yourself with when you see how ridiculous it is or when you see how funny something is sometimes Humor can help us understand. Like, okay, I was doing this this thing which I shouldn't have been doing, and then and then I'm doing this other thing, and I and I don't see how they're related. And all of a sudden, I discover, wait, I'm I'm being a hypocrite, or I'm being whatever. And it, the irony of how silly I'm being um, is, is in a sense humorous, and 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 can be informative and something that we can tell people that that you can tell a joke that might be useful in teaching. Teaching something?
0: Well, y-
1: I, I have no idea if I understood what you just said, but <laughs> <laughs> it,
2: it, did, it, did <laughs> it did spark something I, in I
1: my mind. It did spark something in my mind. I understand what you Circle <laughs> if, uh, gets a square. <laughs> there you go. You pounded that peg right through, right through. It didn't matter what the shape was originally. It it did spark a a, a thought in my mind, which is that. You know, I, I, I'm i one of those people who can have a, a very uh, overbearing personality. No, 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 no don't, don't disagree with me. I, I'm, I know you were about to I, to...
2: I think you have the most agreeable personality ever.
1: Thank you. Checks in the mail.
0: You're not overbearing. <laughs> you're just bearing.
1: Yes. <laughs> I'm just there. <laughs> you're not 101%, but you, you know, you're full. You're full measure. measures. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> no, I, I can be one of those personalities that... You know, w- once I get going on something, it's hard to stop. And, you know, not everybody can can bear up with that, although I, I appreciate the fact that uh, you guys um, are are very gracious to me in that regard. But one thing that I learned over the, the course of several years of being married is that, you know, I can if, – if I get angry about something or, or I, I want to argue about something, you know, we're, we're having a, a disagreement or something, I can really – start steamrolling over, you know, because I can think really fast and I can talk faster than I can even think. And I start saying things that I don't mean, you know, all of that kind of stuff. Your tongue moves faster than your brain does. And my wife isn't that personality. She doesn't want to interrupt me. She doesn't want to stop me and point out how ridiculous I'm being. And there are times as, as I've gotten more mature, I can see myself going down that road when it happens. You know, whereas before I would only realize it later and and have the regret and and whatnot. Now I can see it as it's happening. And I have found that humor, especially in my relationship with my wife, has been absolutely essential because I can immediately roll from, like you were saying, just the inherent ridiculousness of what I'm doing, which, you know, is is being expressed in how seriously I have this issue, and instead just Go, go whole ridiculous with it. Go, go to the 100% ridiculous and start mocking myself, in effect, so that my wife knows, yeah, I realize this is ridiculous and I never even should have brought this up. I never should have gone down this road. And we can start laughing at myself. We can start laughing at the situation. And it, it has really helped me to get better control of my emotions that way, to realize I'm, I'm just not all that serious and I don't need to be taken that seriously all the time.
2: Back to what Wes was talking about, though, on the, the sure, bring just skip my point entirely. You know? <laughs> <Thank
1: God. laughs>
2: that sparked nothing within me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I appreciated the nod as I was speaking. Now, go ahead and address Wes's point. <laughs>
2: I really, actually, appreciated what you said, though, because
1: thank you using that's that
2: cool humor it. to actually to recognize. That's pretty much what I was trying to say. Is right, uh, using yeah. using humor to as a form of recognizing your own. Silliness and yeah. and and uh, foolish behavior, but um, what Wes was talking about the the levity that 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 can bring, depending on the situation, because you're talking about a situation where you're the one, or where where we are the ones causing a problem, and then we realize this is ridiculous, and then bringing some humor in, but then being a person who who comes into a situation where everybody's heart is downhearted, and then. And, and then you have, uh, you, you try to bring some levity. That is so hard, mm-hmm. so hard to know the right way to do that. Um, I, I know that I have, because I, I laugh too much. So I'm usually not the guy to want to come in and, and do that. I'm usually just going to be co- completely silent. But there are people who really are good mm-hmm. at bringing in a, a laughter um, in a time when. When our hearts are sad.
0: Mm-hmm. And I think that that usually, it, and I'm not good at that either. And I think because the reason I'm not very good at that is probably a lot of reasons. But one of the reasons is that I haven't lost enough people in my life. I haven't, I haven't gone through that personally. I've been on, you know, the attempting to comfort side of it many, many times, but but not on the, the grieving side of things as much. And so I think that the more you experience it, the, the more it's as with anything in life, you know the more you become aware of how much is too much and how much is too little. and so you 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 become very sensitive and and I think you know in in you know, using that word to mean, you know, you become very aware of other people's emotions and feelings and stuff. And I think I, I just haven't experienced that enough to have that type of feel for the situation and feel for, you know, what's going on in people's hearts. But I wanted to go back to what both of y'all were talking about earlier. <laughs> I want to tie all of this Quit together. Quit backing up. Yes. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> we're never going to finish. I, right. <laughs> well, uh, that would imply we're going somewhere with this. Oh. But, um, anyway. <laughs>
2: Circle gets a square,
0: but but I wanted to go back to what y'all were saying about scripture and and even you know laughing at our own um, silliness, our own foolishness. Uh, but I, I think Jesus used that, you know. And I the the image that comes to my mind, or the the teaching that comes to my mind, is about the the plank and the speck, you know. And so so you have Jesus saying. You know, don't go get the speck out of your brother's eye when you have a plank in your eye. And I mean, to me, that's a that's a hilarious image. You know, I mean, I, I don't know exactly how big most people would think when they think a plank, but we're not. I mean, he didn't say a twig or a splinter, but he said he's in a plank. And so I just picture this huge chunk of wood sticking out of somebody's face. You know, and 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 then going to try and get a speck out of somebody else's eye. And we use that type of exaggerative language you know i mean political cartoonists use that to try to point out the foolishness of political decisions and things like that and it's funny but it's funny because you see the truth in it and it can really help you to change your mind about things and think oh yeah that is kind of foolish
1: but you know so many of the the issues that we have of course we you know we've discussed pride so many times and, and I think you know, one of the realizations that I came to th- through some of those discussions is just how much our, our ego is really the problem. Mm-hmm. And that ego is just that, that inherent built in sense of value that we apply to our person. And we tend to defend that to the death. And one of the things that a good God glorifying sense of humor does is take that ego out. And expose it to the harsh sunlight that it really deserves, you know, because there are times where we we just want to keep that thing down and private, and, you know, jokes should be about me belittling someone else, but I don't want to turn it against me, I don't want that light shined on me. And rather, when we when we have good, loving Christian relationships, those are relationships in which our ego is no longer at stake, because we know the love that exists between uh, the the two people involved, like me and my best friend, uh, Nathan Taylor. One of those things that we have is we are ridiculously silly together and we behave in ways that uh, aren't juvenile or inappropriate, but rather are just the type of thing that make people laugh at us and make us laugh at each other. And the ego is gone. The ego is out of the equation and that sense of, personal defensiveness goes away and it's so uplifting to have that relationship and to have that humor that can be used to get the 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 ego out of ourselves to get it out somewhere where we can recognize it for what it is and understand in truth that we're not better than each other that we're Mm -hmm. both children of god we're both heirs to the kingdom and humor plays a huge part in
0: that and you know i we We really have to get to know each other really well in order to have that the ability to to let down our guard with each other and be able to laugh at ourselves and invite others to laugh at at us, but we have that relationship, you know I mean there are things that we can joke about that I don't mind you guys teasing me about a little bit because we I have, I've allowed myself to lower my guard with you because you're my brothers and, and we all have that relationship with each other that I wouldn't feel comfortable with just anybody teasing me about, you know, whatever. I mean, you know, and so we... But I, I think so many people... F- fail to build those types of relationships in the church. They may have that type of relationship with their family members. They may have a, a co-worker that they have that type of relationship. But what a joy to have that type of relationship where you can just laugh and cut up and just be silly and just be yourself with other Christian people. And that's the way the church is supposed to be. It It's because we know it's safe. It's I I know that I'm safe with you. I know that I can be silly, and and though we might rib each other a little bit, it's never anything harsh. It's never anything that's hurtful. Uh, but but people, and it's amazing, isn't that interesting? That people feel like they can let their guard down with worldly people that way, but not with their brothers and sisters in Christ. That's a sad thing, you know. That if somebody says, "I don't have any Christian friends that I can be real with, that I can that I can kind of let my hair down with."
1: I think for a lot of people, though, that, that's that's an expression of the fact that they haven't changed their lives enough, mm, you know, yeah. that them letting their hair down means behaving in ways that their Christian brethren wouldn't, uh, wouldn't think were appropriate. Right. And th- that's where that self-examination comes in, where we need to say, well, you know, maybe if my sense of humor is not something that brings glory to God, mm. and it doesn't identify me as being a Christian, then I need to change that. But at the same time, there, there are a lot of people for whom it's simply that they don't form relationships in the church that way. Mm-hmm. They don't form that closest. They don't treat each other like brothers. You know, uh, you, when people see me and my brothers uh, spending time together, they they see an ease that it it just seems almost unnatural, you know, how comfortable and how at ease with each other we can be. And of course, well, we were brothers and you were raised together. Well, that makes perfect sense, mm-hmm. except that I can have that ease with any one of my Christian brothers or sisters. And we can all treat each other that way because we understand and recognize the love that we have for each other. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times, you know, humor is something that we all have, But if it is absent that relationship, it's absent that loving relationship and that trust that we can have with each other, then the only type of humor we can bring into it ends up being somehow inappropriate. And I don't mean necessarily like laughing at at the wrong types of things, but rather it becomes, instead of brotherly teasing, Mm -hmm. it becomes making fun of you. Instead of... uh, uh, pointing out each other's foibles in such a way that makes us all laugh and helps us to better ourselves. Mm -hmm. It becomes me putting you down. It, It becomes laughing at how people look, how they dress or what they're behaving, you know, how, what they're doing. And, you know, there's a lot of people whom for whom they never make that relationship. And so they invest almost wholly into that type of humor or like my personal problem is, is sarcastic humor. And, like we were saying the other day about just having this mental image of yourself, well, that's always you know the type of guy that I've been, is you know the sarcastic and the witty response and that type of a thing. And honestly, it's only been through my, my relationship with you, Wes, and the fact that you've preached on it, that I really understand how damaging just a sarcastic response can be and how unloving that it can be. And I can look at myself and say, well, that may be who I have always been, that may be how I envision myself, but I can cast that aside mm-hmm. and not not find that funny or not attempt to use that to be funny because in the truth most of the time I don't find it funny I'm trying to be funny mm-hmm. <laughs> and instead I can toss that aside and focus on things that are uplifting and that are joyful you know that that laughter is the audible expression of that joy that God can instill inside of us
2: a lot of that comes back to us being family i mean how do you act with your family if like like with your family, I know my family. We we joke all the time. We play games together. I mean, we spend a lot of time just enjoying each other's presence and company, uh, so we can raz each other. We have jokes that that we that we tell. I mean, that we use with each other that we would never use with anybody else. They're situational jokes based on you know trips and things like that. Things that we you know kind of rib each other. Uh, And it's that relationship that we have as our family. So if we don't have that relationship with our brothers and sisters in Christ, it's because we're not investing the time Mm -hmm. to build the relationships like we have with our brothers in our physical brothers
0: and sisters. It's amazing when you share when you share history with any people. There are going to be funny things that happen. It's it's like the, our podcast pro- listeners probably don't know about it, but but the the coffee situation that happened several weeks ago. We tell the story all the time, you know. <laughs> still, and Sam brought some some coffee one time, and it was very caffeinated, and apparently Wes can't uh, deal with that, and so I was very jittery and shaky uh, all night, even when I preached. And so, uh, but but I, I mean, there was, we, there was no plot behind. Yeah, any oh, of this. yeah. I, mean, I, I thought I was being I didn't nice. Make it just, just sound like <laughs> a mastermind. That's true. He he was being very generous, and we've just teased him about it ever since. But but you know, it's just things like that. that yes, it's very just... very lovingly. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're here for, brother. <laughs> But but you know it's just things like that things that just happen you know nobody was trying to be funny you were just trying to be nice and you brought us coffee and um, but it, we we texted each other for two hours that <laughs> night well one because we were so jazzed up on uh, caffeine, oh, caffeine. That, that we were texting each other and uh, and so you know if you hang out with people, if you spend time with people, things like that are just going to happen. There's going to be funny things that happen and and then you're going to have all of this shared history with one another. You know, we've talked on the podcast before about, you know, people that leave congregation so quickly, you know, and oh, I don't have any friends here or they did this or I don't like this or whatever and they're just always leaving. They never they never grow those roots deep. They never have those deep relationships. They don't have that shared history with each other. I mean, I can't imagine being somewhere else because... Man, we have we have a shared history and and those those funny stories that we we can laugh about for years to come and and that's so important and and when you know when we are a a family a tribe a, a group you know I think about Israel and you know the as a family even outside of their immediate families you know they would have had these these shared stories these shared shared histories together that they could laugh about and, and remember and and just have joy over.
1: Isn't that really what laughter provides for us? It, it It is an encapsulated way of re-experiencing the joy of that moment mm-hmm. that God has designed into us. And it was never really intended to be... You know that this uh, uh, very constructed type, you know, telling a joke type of situation, although it's pretty funny when when we tell some jokes and kids mm-hmm. tell jokes. I mean, that's one of the best things when kids tell jokes that don't make any sense, but they think it's <laughs> hilarious, or when they tell ones that are just plays on words that you hadn't thought of. But at the same time, it it seems to me that what God designed us to to be able to feel, is to re-experience that joy of the moment, and the way that that comes out in us is laughter and smiles, and that's why there are some times where you you start laughing about something and you, and you just can't stop. Mm-hmm. You know that that joy is coming from the overflow. It when it was triggered by the memory of that one moment, but then it, it continues to be supplied by all the other memories that you have, and just in general, the joy that you feel over the love in that relationship. Mm-hmm. And that can sustain us in ways that are immeasurable. Like you said, the, the best medicine. That's why in times of deep sorrow, sometimes having something to laugh about, a memory to laugh about, can be the thing that that makes you feel better at that time mm-hmm. or helps you to, to gain positive perspective on your sorrow because like like we talked about before you don't have to do away with that sorrow but you need to have a positive response to it and sometimes having these these humorous memories these fun memories are what does that for us and and the simple fact is that if you have the Christian relationships you're supposed to have you're going to have fun with people you're going to have you know for lack of a better expression good clean fun because the joy of these memories the joy of our experiences together are uplifting.
2: You know what this this is making me think. If if you were to take laughter and compare it to something that we do in worship, what would it be? Singing. Singing. What is what is singing specifically? I mean, we've talked about this. Wes blogged about it. the i the, the idea behind singing words is that we're expressing the emotional, uh, the way that we think about something, the 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 attitude that we should have about the words that we're saying. The reason we sing words that are, when we sing words fast and pretty, uh, pretty notes, uh, pretty melody, it's because it's something that we're happy about. And that, that's that's a lot of what laughter is. It's re, re-experiencing the joy that we have with our brothers and sisters in Christ and our family. A, a, in every sense, that's what, it, that's what it's about. Singing is the same way. We sing to re-experience the joy of our salvation. We sing because we're sad. Um, to express the, the sorrow that we feel at the loss of a loved one or, 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 or whatever. But it's, it's something that we do to re-experience that emotion. I uh, like that.
0: A big thanks to all of our guests and to Cameron McElroy for his help in the production of this show. And thank you to all of our listeners. We hope this discussion inspires you to have these kinds of spiritual discussions with people in your life. If you have a question or a topic you'd like for us to discuss, please call and leave us a short voicemail at 707-238-2216. That's 707-238-2216. Remember, we love you, God loves you, and we hope you have a wonderful day.